And I guess we're reporting now. Um, and after our interview, we'll learn about AI and its use in videos, spooky and realistic. Last week was just a test of the text. Type in what is the great walking away of the church? And in less than five seconds, I had a full-blown answer and it fit like a glove. And the verses that were chosen and the assessment between them, if you didn't see last week's show, go back and see last week's show, it's spooky. Um, and we're gonna need this kind of technology as we get closer and closer to <clears throat> the end times as we get faster, right? Birth pains. All right, so I have my special guest on here. I got Dr. Gene Douglas. Uh, Gene, if you could go ahead and pop your camera and your your mute, get that up and running. Um, he's a candidate for U.S. House, North Carolina, number two. Uh, he'll be running this year. And Gene, it's good to have you here. Really appreciate you coming on. Well, thank you. The funny, back, uh, the funny backdrop in the back is is from the uh, Hanalei area of Kauai, where we lived for a year. And nice. So, because I ran in Hawaii before in 1998 and 2000, and my wife won the primary in 1998. Uh, okay. And I came in third out of nine for U.S. Senate, but we both had a great time. We didn't win, but we didn't care. So. Nice. Well, so you're running in North Carolina. Tell us, tell us who you're running against, and and what what got you to step up and say, "Look, I'm I'm going for it." Well, uh, uh, basically, some history. Um, I decided to get into politics uh, going back to 1985 when Senator De that that's a longer story than we have time for. In, in this. <laughs> but the thing is, I embarrassed Senator Daniel Illinois before. An audience of chemists where I was working because I caught him in BS, and basically the key thing was that uh, he tried to get me fired. Well, in the 13 years between that, when we moved to Hawaii, because I started teaching chemistry in Florida, then we moved out to Micronesia, and then we were in Hawaii. I basically found out he was running for con running for re-election, and the Hawaii sugar in the Hawaii sugar industry had been destroyed in the 13 years since I met him and such, because basically I knew that was going to happen based on his support for grain alcohol, which essentially decreases the cost of high fructose corn syrup, which replaced sugar, of which a major uh, crop from Hawaii was Hawaii sugar, mm -hmm. Coke, Pepsi and everything. So basically in the 12 years that went by between 1985 when I was a chemist to then the chemistry teacher, living in Hawaii while well, my wife was going to, to get a degree in art. Basically, the Hawaii sugar industry was destroyed and it was his fault, partially his fault. And so I decided to run for his Senate seat and try to get him fired, so to speak. And right. I had a great time, but it, it was like tilting the windmills, but I had a great time going around Hawaii, meeting people and everything else. And we put on a lark, we put my wife in, to run for U.S. House District 2 in Hawaii and against five other candidates. And she won because it was Linda Lingle's year. And so basically, Carol won the primary and ran against pro-abortion Patsy Mink. And I was pro-life also against pro-abortion Daniel Noy, as well as Akaka, who was a pastor's son in 2000. 
So basically, uh, that's what got us involved in politics because essentially, Senator Noy tried to get me fired, and then I tried to get him fired, and then I tried to get <laughs> Senator Akaka fired. But I, <laughs> and then we moved to New Hampshire, number two, and there was a Rhino Republican, basically Representative Charlie Bass who was buddy with the Democrats during the Bush administration, was pro-abortion as well. And he was running for re-election, and I decided, well, I should run to re replace him. And uh, it was me and him versus me versus him in the primary. Me running against the incumbent, I got 13% of the vote. And, uh, and thankfully, uh, I did it in a friendly sort of way. Like, his name is Charlie Bass, and I said, something smells fishy. And made the point of chicken of the sea. They was chicken of the sea, such like that. And I debated a tin can, a can of tuna fish and such. So right. I had, so I had fun with that too. And basically I endorsed him after he won the primary and he went on to re get reelected because the De wacko Democrats could accuse him of being the wacko flaky conservative because he was the moderate. So uh, Katrina Sweat didn't win. He won re-election, which was fine because they still needed Republicans in the House. Uh, right. But then he lost a couple years later or four years later to a Democrat, a real Democrat, instead of him being a phony one. So, so that's what. And then I retired from teaching chemistry in 2021. I sold my house south of Fayetteville, moved up here to Wake County, thinking there'd be a nice Republican and, and found out Deborah Ross was a modern version of Patsy Mink. She worked as a lawyer for the ACLU and Planned Parenthood. And basically because of the, the fact that Planned Parenthood is providing transitioning drugs, et cetera, to people who want to castrate themselves or cut off body parts. Uh, it's a situation where basically I realized that, that I had to do it again because she even supports the Biden administration changing Title IX to let men and women sports if they wear a dress, which will essentially destroy high school and college sports across the country because the Department of Education is mandating it by changing Title IX. And so basically, you know, just imagine uh, a, a guy puts on a dress, claims he's a woman, and joins the, the college softball team because he's a lousy baseball player. So, yeah. The, the whole Riley Gaines situation, right? Yeah, well, it, it's not just swimming. It's everything. It's, it's it, everything. It, it's, it's, it's field hockey. It, weightlifting. It, it's field hockey, weightlifting, lacrosse, all sorts of things that they're great women's sports. for. You know, I've taught many female students who are athletes who were there getting scholarships at the colleges I was teaching at because they were athletes and they liked chemistry or they didn't either one, but the point is they were good at sports and they were entitled to do that. And the fact that of a guy being allowed in there to kind of compete and then blow everybody away or injure girls is just insane. Totally yeah. insane. And it's perverted because Romans chapter one makes very, very clear that anyone wants it, is essentially wants to do that, yeah. it's depraved. And so, yep. but Deborah Ross, Approves of that, but but she said, like for example, I had a debate with Deborah Ross with a Unite the Vote group, a mm -hmm. bunch of liberal activists that claim they're nonpartisan, and basically they asked me a question like, uh, said, uh, 
at, here in Raleigh, we're very concerned about the number of uh, women who give birth and then within the first year, babies can die and they get sicker and such like that. Well, what would you do if you went to Washington? I said, well, that's a local responsibility to pack the pastors, families, uh, pro-life family centers can assist all girls in that situation. And the Biden administration is trying to close the pro-life family centers down. And then I said, I find it very odd that you're so concerned about the few women that give birth and up to their first year, but you're totally unconcerned about the 12 million babies that are murdered before birth in, in, in your uh, in your areas. And and it's like it's like the girl, oh, you know. And so I, I addressed her on other you're things. Taking away our freedoms. And she called me mean. She called me mean. You know, claimed to uh, climbed into victim mode. And right. so, which is a typical liberal nonsense, which you're, if you confront them with the truth, they, they things. But the, the videos on my website, as well as on YouTube. So anyone interested, I can see it, but I can email you folks a copy. So the more, the more the merrier that sees it, because I basically even got her to support um, E-Verify, which essentially proves that American citizens or, or people with green cards are here illegally. But but I was surprised. She said, yes, we should have E-Verify. But in reality, the Democratic Party doesn't want E-Verify. They want to hire illegal aliens and pay them under the table. So yeah. it's just, I confront her with a lot of stuff. And it's like the liberal activists, the black li liberal activists were great. I even mentioned the movie Gus Nell that, that described the butcher who essentially butchered black babies and women in Philadelphia for decades. So right. Right. That's so, why well, that's why I'm like, running to replace her. That's why I'm running to replace her. I think it's pretty blunt, you know. Right. Pretty straightforward. It sounds like your number one campaign, it uh not necessarily promise, but just the fact that it'll be a focus is is the babies and also the Title IX issue where Biden's trying to erase it out. What what else? Well, uh, there, well there, even, See, one thing, there are even so-called Christians that disagree that think that it should be regulated like nine weeks or whatever, but I'm not prepared to get into that, argu that argument. I, I, I just I think that the insanity, the crap, and everything else, that it's the federal government's responsibility to protect innocent people, and that includes babies, but it should be regulated at the state level, not, not do what the Democrats want is to make Abortion legal at any gestational age, whether it be before birth or infanticide after birth or or basically, you know, whatever. And then they say, then they say, well, what about the case of rape? Do you, do you approve a rapist? And I say, of course not. Rapists should be executed and you should not punish, kill the baby because yeah. the father was a rapist. So... Yeah, I'm direct. I, I taught chemistry for over 30 years in colleges and universities. So, mm -hmm. so I have also I, I also have Asperger's. So that makes me more annoying to some. So, <laughs> well, we need some annoying red folks up there that that have got a track record, first of all. But here you are, you know, you you pick up everything and you move to North Carolina. The next thing you know, you're back in politics again. Well, yeah. I didn't expect that God did it. God set it up this way. It's like, you know, I didn't, I, 
I came to North Carolina to teach chemistry at UNC Pembroke, and I was there for three years, and then I got my PhD from NCSU, which is in Raleigh, in 2010. Uh, it was a little later than many because I got my master's from UConn in 1982, but I stopped to go into industry and have a family because I, I really wanted to have a family instead. But when my sons were in college and everything else, I, there was an opportunity for me to go back to grad school. I finally got it and then I could teach in universities. So, so I taught in Kazakhstan for four years, Iraq for a year, South Texas for three years or two years and, uh, and South Carolina. But then I retired in 2021 to be consultant. And right. so then I sold my house last year and moved up here to Wake thinking there was a nice Republican representing Wake County and found out there was a raging feminazi who wanted to kill babies. So <laughs> with my history, I figured I should do it. So Right. Lord taps you. He gives you a gib slap on the back of the head and says, guess what I got you doing? Well, well, I was bored and I figured there was something for me to do because I couldn't get a job directly doing something. And I realized, well, God wants me to do this and trust God to yeah. provide and everything else and i and the the voting's already started here the official day is march 5th but they have early voting now and yep. some people some people yesterday already told me they voted for me which is cool but that's all in god's hands i believe firmly that um even though i didn't spend much money if god wants me to win the primary i will but if i don't then then there's another guy who probably will who's a retired colonel who was in the army for over 30 years or Public service, service. So he has the credentials he ran in 2020, and I have nothing against him. If I knew back in July he was going to do it, I would I wouldn't have done it because uh, right. he's pro life too. But he decided to join in two days before the end of the filing period, and I was I was committed. So so basically, well, and the, the very fact that you picked up the ball and con and continue to run with it. Well, his job now is just to beat me. If he beats me, that's yeah. fine. That's the way it works. But that's like then my job will be over, and I'll be all the spotlight and go back to enjoy my son and his, his right my granddaughters. So right, either either way, it's a win. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've educated some people. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and Deborah Ross thinks I'm mean, so that's fine. As long as the Democrat thinks I'm mean, and I've done my job, so. Well, you know what? Uh, they they think everybody is mean that doesn't agree with them. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> if, if they get attacked you on the radical, they, they call you a racist when in reality the Democratic Party is the yes. that had the jackboot the thugs called the KKK for years. And yeah. the pastor of Hillary Clinton was Robert Byrd. The, the house building is still called the Robert Byrd Building, which is his grand dragon of the KKK, everything. Right. So it's like it's like them calling Republicans racist is like they're saying saying it to a mirror. It's like they're yeah. the same. Well, they've worn they've worn the word out, and, and it really doesn't mean anything. Even Morgan Freeman was like, "Why would you call me a black man? I don't call you a white man." Yeah, You're men. Well, <laughs> you know. Well, well, the thing is, the to these activists, these activists were were African American, and I said, "Look." The Biden administration's immigration policy is destroying your communities because they're allowing people in from Central America and South America to essentially take the entry-level jobs that your high school students, when they graduate or get their GED, they want to start entry-level at McDonald's or somewhere, doing yard work or something else, but it's like they'd rather hire some illegal alien Guatemala so they can pay less money. And uh, 
And it's a situation where what the Trump administration was trying to do was allow uh, with enterprise zones and other things to essentially enable young black people, particularly black people, because they're particularly affected by by, by this liberal nonsense, essentially, and as well as other minorities, but it's more theirs because in some respects, the Democratic Party fosters an anti-family atmosphere for them. And, yeah. uh, and then they wonder why there's mental illness and other stuff like that. But it's like family is very, very important to some, to many different communities and that includes their community. And mm -hmm. when, when their daughters are convinced by liberal white people that, that they should kill their baby that now that they're suddenly pregnant, yes, it has a tendency to make those girls mentally ill because they realize they killed their kid. So Right, right. And they can't deny the truth that they killed their kid. And so yeah. that, the angry yeah. activists go on and say they want company, so they'll try get other little girls to do it. But then right. if that doesn't work to kill the, but that's eugenics. And I encourage your audience to study eugenics because what eugenics wanted to do was essentially abort the babies, the minorities, and the feeble-minded, whatever else, or sterilize them in the old way of doing surgery and just sterilizing them. Well, now they just feed them trans drugs and, and castrating chemicals and right. cut off body parts to prevent them from ever having kids in the future. So, so they just put a modern patina on it and uh, lipstick on a pig is still a pig. Uh, yeah, right, exactly, exactly. Well, Gene, where can folks find you to get more information about you? Well, uh, my last name is Douglas, D-O-U-G-L-A-S-S. -S, so it's G, the first initial, Douglas.us. And that's my Substack website. Yes, they're going to go through a barrier where they can say skip if they don't want to subscribe to my thing and then see all the stuff that I did. Because I started my Substack two years ago because I have interests in a lot of different things. Right. So I've got sermons by Howard Hendricks from decades ago, as well as uh, as well as the the Twitter files and uh, the Durham report stuff and everything. Okay. So I got a lot of different stuff on it, but I just changed my blog with Substack to, to uh, um, I changed the blog with Substack to, to my campaign website. And so, because it was free, but also it was much more effective than just having a stupid classic sign saying this. And there's a way to donate if they want to, but the point is, Pray for me because I there's a distinct possibility I may win the primary. Mm -hmm. uh, that'll be great, but it'll be weird well, because I've never won a primary and ran against a Democrat incumbent like my wife did. And my wife was just a shock because we didn't expect she'd win in '98. So it's like well, well and, and you, so. you were right in the beginning. If God wants you there, He'll put you there. Well, that's this right. podcast for me, I, I would have never done this. I would have well, never done well, God and, calls and all of a sudden, the next back. thing I knew, I was being dragged into it, and it felt comfortable. Well, God, <laughs> God didn't teach. God didn't expect you to teach chemistry for thirty years either. So it's a situation where we all have our guests that God calls us things. I became a Christian when I was fifteen after I saw the movie Time to Run in nineteen seventy-three. Anybody wants to see that, they can see it on Amazon Video. It's cool. And it's right. free on Tubi if they want to see it. But basically, it's got a great sermon at the end. I related to it. And it's like, God God saved me out of a miserable family situation and gave me one of my own. And the wife I adore and two great sons who are 36 and 38 and two granddaughters. 
And unfortunately, my wife went to be with the Lord last July, but I still adore oh. her as their mother. But I'm confident I will see her again. So it's to live as Christ, to die as a king. That's, that's it. It's a celebration of ascension. Right. Off, off to Jesus. All right. Well, what I'll do is I'll put a link on my social media to your site. Uh, so anybody that's watching this will see it and be able to jump over to it and share it along the way. Uh, especially those folks out in North Carolina, number two. Um, right. Yeah, that's I can finish that's the show up. It's essentially most of Wake County. So so basically, yeah. it, it, it's a cops thing. So it'll be easy to go around. And it'll be very weird. If I win, that means my job isn't done yet. But if I lose, then it's like, fine, I could go back to being normally retired. and Right, exactly. That's, God has other, someone else to do the dirty work to get her out. Exactly. All right. Well, we got to let you go so I can finish the show up. I really appreciate you taking time on a Sunday to do this. So we can get this out to the folks. Well, thank you, thank you all, and I appreciate it. If, if you want me to join your show again, I'll be happy to because the the primary is March fifth, but my Substack thing will continue even after the thing. Trying to educate people, but it'll I'll just change the lettering and change the title back to what it was before: good versus evil. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks again. Thank Have a great weekend. What's left of it? Okay, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye.